I got a question for you. Yep. Listen. Head, head, heading into heading to the 2020 NBA season, is Nikola Jokic the best player? Heading into the 2023 season, you mean? Yeah, 2022-23 NBA season. Is Nikola Jokic the best player in the association? No, I would say it's Giannis. You say it's Giannis? Why? Yeah. Um, just in terms from a, a dominating standpoint, um, mm-hmm. like there's one guy, at least right now, where I feel like, okay, I think he can really lead us to victory in this one game in this, or in this one series. It would be Giannis. Um, you know, there is a difference between MVP and best player, to be very, very clear. Um, Thank you. Yep. Jokic can mess around and win it a third time this year. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. My answer would, would probably still remain the same. I think yeah. it's more of obviously no one is like truly, truly afraid of, you know, the other 450 players in the league. But like at the same time, there's a difference between when you're facing Giannis and you're facing Jokic. You know, yeah. like there, there's a there's a certain level of like, all right, shit. You know, but I, I, I would say Giannis. I wouldn't say Jokic though. You? I wouldn't, definitely not Nikola Jokic, but I would probably give the edge to Giannis or KD um, right now. But another question I have to ask, has Nikola Jokic ever been better than LeBron James? Wow. Wow. That's that's a very good question. This past season or, you know, this two MVP campaigns, has Nikola Jokic ever been better than LeBron James? Wow, that's tough. You know, I feel like I have to say yes to that. Why? I feel like I have to because at the end of the day, the most recent reigning MVP versus a guy who was on a team that didn't make the plan. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know, damn, that that's a rough question because I really don't like having to answer it this way. But I mean, when you really think about it, I think the name recognition for LeBron is obviously there. It holds so much weight. But if you mm-hmm. look at it, it's 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 not crazy to say. It's not crazy to say that Jokic at some point recently has been better than LeBron. That doesn't mean that you know. Both healthy. Should, who are you taking right now? LeBron Nicole James. Jokic, LeBron James. So, that's not the same okay. thing. Though. Just to be clear, that's, that's not it, the same thing. It's not the same. Well, to me, it but, is because it's just kind of yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm I'm, well, I'm just know, saying when, though, like you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but to me, it is. It's just kind of like I understand that MVP holds a lot of weight to some people's eyes. I understand that. That analytics crowd, you know, holds a lot of weight to a lot of people, and that favors Nikola Jokic for a lot of different reasons. You, we can talk all day about like analytics and eye tests and what really matters the most, but it's pros and cons of both. But for it's like a basketball standpoint, I don't think it's ever been a time where Nikola Jokic, a healthy Nikola Jokic versus a healthy LeBron James, that I will pick Nikola Jokic over LeBron James. Now, if you want to base things off of team regular season success, then sure. But, like, if you really get down to the nuances of it and we're talking about when each player is healthy, who would you rather have? Who would you rather go to war with when it matters the most in the playoffs? That player is still LeBron James. And that's LeBron James, not only for Nikola Jokic, that's LeBron James over a lot of guys, in my opinion. Of course. I mean, but that's just it, though. If you're adding the word if into it, you know, if so-and-so is healthy, if you know, I'm just saying injury, injuries are part of the game. Like, I don't look – I think we get so caught up in, like, seeing that guys are hurt and then forgetting, like, oh, okay, this guy had a better regular season than this other player. But I always tell people it's a difference between guys having a better regular season than being better overall. And I can say that for a lot of guys because Julius Randle, the year he went to 
an all-NBA team. He had a better regular season than a lot of guys. But was he a better overall player than some of the power forwards? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? So that's the same thing I'm just looking at Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic had a better regular season than damn near everybody in the NBA the past two years. But going to war with, it's probably how many guys you taking over him to go to war with in the playoffs? Probably. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I like still... Yeah, five, I, seven, mean, eight. I still would like my chances if, if Jokic was leading my team, you know, into battle. I still think though that of course, yeah, um, he he can be though. I do. I will say I think he can be the best player on a championship team. Okay, um, like even because I don't know if there's been too many MVPs that have won before where I wouldn't say that or be comfortable saying that with, but I wouldn't put Jokic on that list. I think because um, again we talk about injuries, the the Nuggets weren't fully healthy this year. So true. Um, yeah. If they were, who knows what could have happened? Um, but I mean. You know, on the bronze front too, the whole if game. Some players are like, well, if they were on a different team, that's another one, right? Yep. If they had a better coach or if they were in a different scenario or whatever. Um, fortunately for LeBron, I think wherever, of course, he goes, he's going to shine. But considering, especially too, if we're talking about right now, heading into this season, you know, yeah. I, I think, play this, I think a case can be made. Right on on the Jokic front, it, it's it's something that I would entertain. I don't think it's mm -hmm. a, a for sure like oh you know someone wouldn't be crazy for thinking that, you know. Is like, he, it's okay. How do you feel about Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard's coming off a serious ACL injury. Are you taking who are you taking? Nicole Jokic or LeBron over Kawhi? Like what's the? I would I would I would that? definitely take Jokic over Kawhi right now heading into this season. That okay. that I would say is for sure for me because again we we like one we've seen Jokic and to make it even uh, worse. We haven't seen Kawhi, you know what I'm saying? So again, but Kawhi can come around and, and you know, I don't, I don't pick him to like win MVP. Kawhi to me isn't that type of player, but I can easily see him winning finals MVP. You know, the yeah. Clippers are still stacked, but I mean like see, just heading to the season, like yeah. we've, we've, we've seen, you know, and we've seen Kawhi, don't get me wrong, but I mean like anytime yeah. you're coming off an injury, like at not the, everyone at the, could be at Kevin the, Durant. Like <laughs> at, the, at the highest level. Uh, my only problem with that is just like, I feel like people get so caught up. Now, I want to bring this conversation to you because I feel like I've been arguing with people for the past several days about this topic. I just feel like people get so caught up in a regular season and sometimes these awards and looking at the analytics and these advanced stats and stuff like that, that we tend to forget like in the postseason, that shit don't really matter. And then it's, it's guys that you put over certain guys that are all in a similar tier and stuff like that. But then when you break it down to when it comes to the postseason time, when it's time to go to war and stuff like I, I'm I'm taking Jimmy Butler over Nicole Jokic all day. I'm taking Jimmy Butler over, you know, Anthony Davis all day. I'm taking Jimmy Butler over jo Joe Embiid all day to lead my team, to run my team, to, like, take them to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like in the regular season, that may sound crazy to some people that you would take Jimmy Butler over Nicole Jokic because we know what Nicole Jokic does in the regular season. But come postseason time, that's what I'm saying. It, it, that's why I have a hard – time when people start doing these rankings and stuff and where they're putting players over like oh this player this player this player because oh he's an MVP and he puts up these crazy numbers these crazy stats but then when it matters the most it's about several guys that a lot of people would pick over this particular player you get what I'm saying so yeah, yeah. I just want to bring that conversation to you yeah but I would say if I had to guess so a lot of people may that may agree with you on that stance clearly it's not just a talent thing but it's also like a motor Thing. It's like Jimmy has that dog in him. Not all top players in the league have that. Jokic got a dog too. I say, you, you think, dog, yeah, yeah, but so he's that's a, why with Jokic specifically, yeah. I don't, I don't think I would do that in terms of Jokic and Butler. I think I would still go the Jokic route. 
Um, now, now again, if, if if I felt that Jokic was you know just talented and you know could get stats and all that, but he didn't have a motor, yeah, then I would go with Jimmy, regardless. But he's but he's but Nicole Jokic haven't shown you anything that Jimmy Butler showed you in the playoffs. So why would you pick? Why would you pick Nicole Jokic over Nicole over Jimmy Butler? Is it because of the MVP in the regular season? Because it don't, his show don't have anything to do with the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. That's a it's a difficult conversation that you know. Luckily, we get to talk about. Yeah, well, un- unfortunately, too, I know. Obviously, we 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 talk about the positives of a player, but as much as yeah. we want to say that we've we've seen Jimmy perform at the highest level, we've also seen Jimmy, you know, not do that. And so yeah, well, it, it all depends series. on you know, right, so yeah, right, 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 bad right. playoff series too, though. That's another right, reason. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like just because like the regular season can help guys, it also can like hurt guys as well. Sometimes, like some most people, I still feel like Kevin Durant. It's probably the best player in the world. Some people are going to say it's Giannis. You know, I think it's a top two situation. So whoever you pick, it's like whatever the case may be. But it's some people that's going to feel like, oh, he's Kevin Durant's top five now. Like he's dropped down because of the playoff series. So we've seen like the best of both situations. All I'm saying is it's like I think we get too caught up on like certain things and certain numbers and certain like, you know, narratives that people want to push. But when it matters the most, like in the playoffs, it's guys that, definitely always rise to the occasion that you kind of forget about like another a prime example of this was like tony parker that's why i'm so high on tony parker nobody in a regular season used to say tony parker is the best point guard in the world but every time the postseason came around and he started doing the things that he was doing that best point guard in the world conversation always used to come up like tony parker in the playoffs is the best point guard in the world tony parker is probably the best point guard in the world because it's just like are you elevating your game when it matters the most? And it's not, and sometimes it's not other guys' faults because of their team situations and other players and stuff like that. Like you could talk about Nikola Jokic, like he shows up, so it ain't really his fault in the playoffs compared to him not showing up. But it's just like it's certain players that we tend to forget about, and that's why I use Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler is like that perfect example. Like a legit argument can be made that after Stephen Curry, Jimmy Butler probably had the best playoff run. Other than Stephen Curry, you know what I'm saying? Like entire run, even though he didn't go to the NBA Finals. So, but nobody was mentioning Jimmy Butler as a top 10 candidate, top 10 player um, during that regular season until like the playoffs came around. So it's it's a it's a tricky situation. Yeah, well, if I'm an organization, I would prefer it that way. Like I'd rather have you show up during the playoffs and vibe or whatever during the regular season um, because there's players that do the opposite. There's players yeah. that chase stats during the regular season. There's players that, you know, show up. There's players that go crazy in the regular season. But then the playoffs come around and it's clip. And yeah. it's like, I don't think you get paid for the regular season. You get paid for how you perform in the playoffs. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, I think, and, and a good thing I feel like about Jimmy is that he knows that, you know, like you, you can just kind of tell. I, again, I, I don't think like Jimmy relaxes during the regular season. I'm not saying that, but like, no. you just know that he knows, all right, Let's let's do what we gotta do during the, re- during the regular season, but come playoff time, we here. You know, we not we we not playing no games. You know, so, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean that that run he um, uh, when he took the Heat to the finals in the, in the bubble, I actually had Jimmy in my top ten at the time. Yeah, people were looking at me like I was crazy. I mean, that's the, it's the playoffs where all these rankings, in my opinions, tend to yeah. shift players up and down. Like yeah. the playoffs hold, especially if you go to the finals, the playoffs hold so much weight. So, I would say the playoffs hold a lot of weight, but I also would say like let's not always get caught up in like who's had the better regular season and automatically assume like 
they're the better player overall. And this is a conversation I'm about to bring to you another topic. I was talking to folks about New York Knicks fans and stuff like that. Um, and they were saying that Jalen Brunson going to the New York Knicks, if Donovan Mitchell comes, he's going to be the second option on our team, right? But that's, that's, just, that's a what if, right? Let's talk about what's actual reality. On the Knicks roster right now, we got Jalen Brunson, we got R.J. Barrett, we got Julius Randle. Who out of those three would you say has to be the number one option? Because some Knicks fans are telling me it's Jalen Brunson. And I, I'm saying personally, like, I understand that Jalen Brunson had a phenomenal postseason run, had a phenomenal year. But I don't think he's a better basketball player overall than Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. I think it has to be R.J. Um, I think this has to be the year that R.J. takes that jump, right? Like, I think we, we've had an episode recording before, like, can R.J. make the all-star game? You know, I think mm -hmm. this, if the Knicks really want to make waves, I think he has to be that engine, if you will, right? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Julius, you know, uh, shout out to Jalen, getting that contract, both been paid now. But if the Knicks really want to make moves, it's going to have to be R.J. And it doesn't, I'm not saying that, like, it has to be RJ's team and the rest mm -hmm. of the guys have to fall in line, but like they're not going, because he's the only one I feel who may have star potential, right? He's the one who, you know what I'm saying, was drafted that high and may have even, maybe even superstar potential, who knows? But those other guys, you know, Julius, Jalen, great mm -hmm. ball players, but I don't think, like their ceiling in my opinion isn't as high as what RJ's can be. And so mm -hmm. because that's the case, you might as well, if you had to choose one as your option, I would go RJ. And um, Donovan Mitchell. Jalen is Donovan, cold, though, by the way. Jalen is very Jaylen's cold. I think cold. People, he doesn't get enough respect. People will talk about, you know, Luka took, you know, his second best player with Jalen Brunson, which I get it. You know, Jalen isn't Chris Paul or whatever, or All-Star or whatever, but Jalen is very, very cold. Like, even dating back to his high school days. Like, the real know how good of a basketball player yeah. Jalen is. You know, you might feel... People may feel like he was uh at least may have paid him a little too much, but he's 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 pretty good. You know, he's he's a yeah, real he's deal. A, he, he's a he's a good NBA starter. That's what he is. If Donovan Mitchell is on the New York Knicks, who do you think has to be the second option? Jalen Brunson or RJ Barrett mm. or Julius Randle? You know, that's a that that's a good question. So I would say Jalen. That's okay. crazy. That's crazy, right? So if mm -hmm. if Donovan doesn't go, I would say RJ. If Donovan does go, I would say Jalen. Over RJ, why? Correct, because it's one thing, you know, because, you know, some players are better at being a number one option. Some players are better at being a number two option. I think the pressure mm -hmm. changes when you're in different roles. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. players like Lamar Odom come to mind, right? Uh, Rajon Rondo, you know, like when they were inserted as like the third or even fourth option, their game skyrocketed, and that's okay. Like in this league, like knowing your role is pretty much half the battle. And so I think, in those type of situations. And also too, I feel like Jalen is used to it. You know, after playing with um, someone like Luka, who's very ball dominant, Spider, you know, can come and, um, you know, allow Jalen to, you know, take some of the pressure off him, so. So you say, but my only issue is that you said that you feel like for the ceiling purpose standpoint, that RJ has the highest ceiling out of those guys, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, but if Donovan Mitchell comes on, RJ Barrett's gonna play the third option. Yeah. See, I don't see I don't see I don't know about that because it's just like I look at it as 
I look at it this way. Regardless of if Donovan Mitchell comes on or not, I feel like you said, like, R.J. Barrett has to take that leap. Like, it, it would be a I, – I, for an offensive standpoint, Jalen Brunson is a better offensive player than R.J. Barrett. But better overall, R.J. Barrett is better overall to me. So in order for him to take that next leap, I feel like we're, we're at, regardless of the situation, he has to be the guy or the second guy if Donovan Mitchell comes on. If he doesn't, he has to be the first guy because I don't see a situation where – I would feel like that's a slap on the face if you're a Knicks fan. If Donovan Mitchell comes on and then Jalen Brunson is your second best player, because that lets me know that R.J. Barrett is basically being stagnant. Like he's not elevated, he's not growing. You know what I'm saying? Like I like Jalen Brunson a lot, a 5'10 guy that can do a lot of things on the basketball court. But if you're telling me a, a, the number third overall draft pick, a 6'8 wing that can play both sides of the ball, isn't a second option on your team. That's kind of a problem. Yeah. But I think, too, so another factor here is, like, if we're being honest, is identifying what the goals are of the team this season. So right now, right, whether you think the Knicks are making the playoffs, playing, whatever, that's why I said RJ being the number one option. Because, like, all right, you might as well allow him to develop if you don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But if it becomes, if Spider joins the team. Same situation to me. Personally, playing playing situation if playing team possibly if Donovan Mitchell comes or he doesn't come. I'm not looking at it like we got six teams in the Eastern Conference. We got the Boston Celtics, we got the Miami Heat, we got the Bucks, we got the Brooklyn Nets if they remain intact. We got the Philadelphia Sixers and we got the Atlanta Hawks. The New York Knicks aren't better than any of those six teams with Donovan Mitchell or without Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. So it's kind of like a playing situation to me, whether Donovan Mitchell comes or not. That's true. That's true. Uh, something ran, uh, ran across my mind. Uh, over or under the Hawks uh, getting a five and a half seed. Over or under five and a half seed for the Hawks in the Eastern Conference. Because you cause going on, because I mean, you were talking about teams and, you know. Yeah, so. teams. I'm going to say um, over. So I think they can be, I think they can be more than a, a top four seed in the okay. the East next year. So if everything goes right, I believe so. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna happen with the Brooklyn Nets, but it's not. Yeah, no one does. <laughs> it's looking, it's getting nasty. It's looking, looking, looking kind of nasty. But I don't. Other other than the Bucks in Miami, it's like in Boston. That's three. Everybody else, Philly. Uh, can the can the Hawks be better than Philly? Yeah, you know, like can it be better than the Brooklyn Nets? If everything, if they all those guys return, yeah, we saw the Nets were the seventh seed last year. You know what I'm saying? Like who? Like I don't feel like I feel like with the addition of Murray, who I feel like may be arguably the most all around guard in the league, if not the best, probably like top three. Like he does a lot of great things on offensive side of the floor, but but also on the defensive side of the floor. Like he's gonna do really really well with pair next to Trey Young. So I think that's going to be a duo, a nightmare, a nightmare duo to like teams are going to have to look out for on a nightly basis. And then we got like the Chicago Bulls, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, we know what they're about, but it's just like, are they going to take the next step and elevate? I don't know. So it's just kind of like, yeah, I see the Hawks can be more than a fifth seed. I don't think that's really like controversial. Nah, I don't know. A lot of people don't even think they're going to make the plan. I mean, they're still... Nah, I wouldn't say all that. I mean, so this is a wings league, right? 
So Wayne Lee, unless your name is Stephen Curry, and even then you're still surrounded by a bunch of talent. Um, and they're, Hawks got a lot of talent. Yeah, but I mean, their two best players are guards. Specifically, one is six five, and one is what? What is Murray's like six six? It ain't like yeah. it ain't like a situation that the Knicks are talking about doing when you're gonna have two six footers. <laughs> Talk about potentially have a backcourt with Mitchell and, and Brunson. That's another thing like Knicks fans need to worry about as well. But like Trey six one and Murray's like what six four six five six six. Yeah, there's, so, there's like uh, I was watching a video the other day. I think it was Chris Chris Paul, Steph, and Bron talking about how um, they either they hate when Dejounte guards them or like. Uh, Chris was like uh, how he has trouble with DHOs when it, when um, Dejounte's guarding him. Like that length and athleticism on, de- on the defensive side of the floor yeah. is real. Like it, it's it's yeah. real. But I mean, e- even still though, like I'm not saying that the backcourt get 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 it done. But again, it would be nice. Think about who the, the best teams in the league are now. Right, they all have wings. So the best team, the best team that won a championship, best player was a guard. Right, that's why I said unless your name is Stephen Curry, who is a top ten player yeah. of all time. So that's you know. Love Trey and I love I mean, Jonathan. I mean, That's not I, the same thing. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like Trey is he's cut from that cloth though. Yeah, I think he's already proved that he's cut from that cloth for taking the Atlanta Hawks to that Eastern Conference Finals appearance. So I feel like he's cut, I feel like he's cut from that cloth that that Stephen Curry died, that Allen Iverson and Isaiah Thomas cloth. I think he's cut from. Uh, it. Uh, pump the brakes. I see. I see what you mean. I see what you're saying. But and it's this isn't to take anything away from Trey, but I think the only difference is now. One, I still got to see at least one. Well, more, I got to see more consistency in terms of playoff success because you can make the case that I don't think the Hawks got lucky that season, but like they caught a lot of people by surprise, right? That that's that's not happening anymore. So that that run, okay, you know they did what they had to do this year, but until we start seeing it more often and He's consistency, had, then yeah, I'm not talking I'm about saying, you know like, big games. Trae I'm Young talking is, about like Trey Young has had more. I understand that for consistency in the playoffs and going on deep runs and stuff like that. All I'm going to say is like Trey Young early on in his career is, is, has done more than some Hall of Famers have done. I know that may sound crazy, but it's just kind of like when we talk about like reaching a early, being early in your career and reaching the Eastern Conference Finals, even Luka Doncic. Like we talk a lot like, yo, Luka, you need to get out the first round. Like get into the, the, the conference finals that you respect the conference is not an easy thing to do, especially when you're super young. So that's all I'm saying. So give these guys some credit. I think Trey Young, of course, of course he got room, he got room to grow and stuff like that. But I'm just like, he's already shown early on in his career that without a real number two, even Luca, I would say, I know Jalen Brunson was a, you know, phenomenal average of 21 points this past playoffs and stuff like that. But it's people that's going to say that like, if you can, if you can have that argument, like, yo, they had a number two, but it's just not like some of the other number twos that we're used to. If you can have that argument with your best player and on that and on those teams and say they still went to the the their conference, respect the conference finals, that's a big deal to me. So that's all I'm saying with Trey Young. Yeah, I mean, I I agree, but it was just when I heard the names, AI. Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah and Thomas, Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. Like they all, he's gonna yeah, be, but he's they gonna, all won. Or I mean, he's, he's gonna be, he's he's gonna he's gonna go to the finals. So, uh, Trey Young is gonna go to the finals. I'm with it. I'm, maybe maybe multiple. Like he's, I don't think it's like his game is. He's he's a guard. Like he's like Tiny Archibald. Like he is a guard we haven't seen in a long long time. Anytime you can lead in points, total points and total assists, like you're you're a special talent. And now you got a player that can like hide you on the defensive side of the court. Like that's you know. That's and he can handle the ball and play make, and that means you can start exploring to elevate your game in an off ball situation. Like when when we've never seen Trey Young get easy shots, 
This is the first time in his career since he's been in the NBA. Trey Young is going to probably get some easy shots because of Murray in the backcourt. Like we've ne- think about that. This we've never seen. When, when have you ever seen Trey Young come off a screen and catch and shoot? <laughs> like you never seen that. So this is a part of Trey Young's game that's going to be elevated, and he's going to get to develop because they have Murray now in the in the backcourt. You know, what? <clears throat> you're right. Um, I, I'm going to ask you too. This could be our uh, our cap or no cap. Cap or no cap, Trey Young will make an All NBA team this season. I'm gonna say no cap, and that's not because of Trey Young's game. It's not because he's not talented, but I just feel like I don't know. I feel like for Trey Young and awards, it's always an uphill battle a little bit to me. For it's like the media respect. One year, like, he doesn't make an all-star game. Next year, he's starting an all-star game. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's this constantly, like, back and forth. And, like, the people that are voting on these awards don't want to give him the credit when it's due. So I, I'll, I'll say no just because of that. It's not going to have anything to do with his talent or his game and stuff like that. It's strictly because I just feel like a lot of people are not going to give him, you know, his credit he deserves. Oh, so you're saying you, you don't think he's, it's going to happen? Yeah, I don't think it's going to oh, happen. Oh, I thought you were saying uh, no cap. Okay, but, yeah, I mean – I mean, I, I hope he makes it because um, yeah. if he does, that means it most likely will be winning. I know that's not always the um, the only indicator of if someone is on one of those uh, three teams. But, I mean. Switches. Right. Like Brad didn't even make the All-Star game this year. And the year before that, he was on the worst team in the NBA and he started the All-Star game. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it the goal, switches the goal so posts, much. Yeah, the goalposts tend to get moved every year. Yeah. It feels like with a lot of these awards, um, a lot of these teams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like it's. But, you know, there's certain players who you kind of just know are going to be on there. Like, Steph's probably going to be there, be on there. Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, so on and so forth. But um, there's probably going to be – I'm looking forward to who, like, a new person on these teams are going to be. Or, like, someone who's going to get their first all-NBA first team or second or like, third like team. A, like, like you said, like a maybe like a R.J. Barrett or like a DeAndre Hunter or something like that. Like, maybe Porzingis from the Wizards, like, if they have a better seat. I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm looking forward to, for that, too, as well. Because I think it's going to be one guy this year out of the East. Especially when we don't know what's going kind of with the Nets situation. I think it's going to be one guy that nobody really expects that comes out and it's like, oh, shit, like, he's elevated his game. Maybe R.J. Barrett and maybe DeAndre Hunter. I maybe. I don't know, Kyle Kuzma. I don't know. Like, I All right, well, you're not going in the right direction that I was thinking of, but I, I was thinking of uh, Anthony, Anthony Edwards. This, the, we were, yeah, I'm talking about for the, I was talking about, I was looking for the East. I, I was talking about the matter. East. We're talking about all NBA teams. I was talking about you the East. We were, were, were talking about, we were talking about the Hawks. The right so I was staying on the East. I was staying on the East, I, Easter side. Yeah, I don't know what's, no, I don't know what the hell was so going on. I was staying on. on the East. I, yeah, I was staying okay, on the fine. East. I, I was staying on the East side too, but originally, so mine was Anthony Edwards. Yeah, we about I think that's a reasonable believable pick for first time. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not no, a no, no, I would say, yeah, because the name that you were saying, there are levels. I, Andy Edwards, bada boom, bada boom. Of course. And, of, yeah. of course, but I'm just saying, I'm talking about the East. We were talking okay. about the Atlanta Hawks. Okay. We wasn't talking about the, we wasn't talking, of course, Anthony Edwards. You want me, of course. <laughs> of course he can be an all-star next year. No, no, no. See, see, they, see that's just it. We were saying our NBA team. Okay, all NBA team, all, all big star, difference. all NBA big team. Big difference. Oh, big difference. Oh, yeah. Anthony Edwards, hell no. Okay, okay. <laughs> hell no. Okay. Hell no. I thought we were talking about, I, I got switched. We were talking about all NBA, and then we were talking about Trey Young, and I was starting thinking about like who was going to be like their first, like all, I was talking about all star for like oh. RJ Barrett and DeAndre Hunter 
and like Porzingis. I wasn't talking about all NBA. Teams. I met first time all NBA team. First time all NBA team. We we can say this for another day. Oh yeah, yeah. That, a, that wasn't. A, that, I mean, it wasn't really a question. Yeah, yeah. I was just that it all stemmed yeah, out the I, I, cap I, Yeah, no but cap. I'm saying, but this is a good. This is this is a good conversation yeah. we can say for another yeah. day. But yeah. Yeah. But Trey, I don't think he's going to be in the All NBA team next year. I hope. So. I hope. I hope he is. But yeah, for reasons outside of basketball, the game is a game. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, just some housekeeper items before we slide. All right, make sure you subscribe to No Pump Fakes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. All right, subscribe to No Pump Fakes wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. All right, and just like that, y'all, we go. Peace. <laughs>